Blog Talk Radio. Everybody getting out live on the live talk show on Blog Talk. And we are the Middleman Show. We got a great show planned for you all today. And I'm Alan. And this is Kevin. This is Nick. And this is Jen. Ah, everybody in sync today, huh? Mm hmm. Oh, you're going to smell a couple of laughs in. <laughs> <laughs> Am I all? Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Of yeah, course, we hear you, Jen. You're all up all willy nilly. I almost knocked my coffee out of my hand. Mm. It is mm. too hot to be drinking coffee. It's like a bajillion degrees outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't like it. I associate drinking coffee with old people, so Nick, you getting old, man. Whatever. I drink coffee, but in the morning Thank when you. it's cool. Mm. I got bad habits. It's part, of, it's part of my morning. Like, don't talk to me until I've had two cups of coffee. You know, so what you're saying is that's your drug, huh? So that's your drug? What, my drug? Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. It helps me get used to the idea that I have to deal with being awake. Really? 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 Hilarious. Anyways, how's everybody doing today, man? We just got hot. Well, we ain't as hot as our, you know, ancestors now, I don't think. They experienced some extreme hot. Right, I'm about to say, you in here, girl, and he got no cotton. You in the, in the air conditioner. Oh, it's, oh, it's hot outside. Right. <laughs> right. It's, oh. it's still hot. Hey. It's hot. I'm just, I'm not, like, I want to go to the pool today, but it's just hot. It's too hot. Hmm. That's the Why are you going to the pool today? Are you trying to get a tan or something? Right. What? Are you trying to get a tan or something, Jen? What'd you say? Are you trying to get a tan or something? No, I'm not trying to get a tan. I just want to go to the pool. Like, I'm going to wait till the sun goes down. Then, like, me and my girls are going to go to the pool, you know, drink some Moscato. Can't do all that with the heat blazing. Like, Dude, what ever happened to going to the pool to go swimming? Right. I'm gonna stick my feet. Black girls don't get their hair wet. Oh Lord, here we go. Black girls don't get their hair wet, boo. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Unless you got a wet and wavy set, you're not gonna get your hair wet. Oh, wet and wavy. Wet and wavy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will get. I oh, will get my hair wet, but it's, yeah, I gotta have the right kind of hair though. All right, then. Leads into today's topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it wouldn't be a problem if that hair was natural. Just saying. My right. hair is natural. My hair is natural. Mm-hmm. 
Naturally, now. We want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to the Middleman Show today. We have a lot of people on the on the on the phone lines. We have people in the chat room. To all our guests, thank y'all for tuning in. Grown Game, what's up, man? Rough Edge, thanks for tuning in as well with us. Um, hey, y'all have a comment? Anything y'all want to say? If you're on the phone lines. Make sure you can press that number one. We'll definitely bring you in. If you're on that chat board. You got something that's very interesting to say, man. We definitely urge you to call in. What's your opinion over the air? Uh, but we'll definitely read your comments out loud if you don't want to actually uh, call in. But uh, today's going to be a pretty interesting topic for those who have uh, just tuned in to the Middleman Show. Um, you know, we have a lot of subjects in which we, you know, we target our own races towards African American people. And uh, basically, just want to open up your eyes to a different spectrum of different types of conversation. And just to, you know, we're not trying to bash anybody. We just want to have comfortable conversation and, you know, we can present something that we normally talk about. But it's for y'all. Help y'all to understand life. And ladies, don't worry, because Jen is here and I have your back, just in case, you know, to keep them in line. Jen will be other back tomorrow. Keep us in line. Really? Okay. Yeah. I guess we can go ahead and talk about today's topic. Whatever. It get other things, but today's topic, my sister—they laughing at you. Just, just let it soak in right there. My sister—they laughing at you. And basically, what we're going to talk about today, as history shows throughout the 20th century. Black women were belittled by white women due to having full-figured bodies, large lips, dark skin, and also wearing natural hair. If a woman possessed these characteristics, they were viewed as being unpretty. But nowadays, you have white women getting butt implants, Botox injection in their lips to make them look fuller, tanning their skin to make them look darker. On the other hand of that, we have some black women, not all, but some who are out there bleaching their skin, become lighter, they're wearing blonde hair, and some of them want coarse hair. So some of the questions which we're going to identify today, we have others that, that we're going to point out to you, but some of the ones which we are going to identify today are, what are the reasons why some black women, not all, are starting to bleach their skin, wear blonde hair, and want to have coarse hair? Why are some black women scared to go back to their natural looks? And also, why do some black women openly treat themselves self-hate? And is this a form of entertainment for other races? And also, what effect does having light skin versus dark skin have on our children of the day? We have a special clip that we're definitely going to play for you all for that particular question. Also, why do black women continue to change their image while other races are emulating their looks? And also, if women of other races are resembling black women, could this be a reason why black men choose to date outside their race? So, if you all have any comments on any of those questions, we definitely want to hear you all's responses. This is a, a, an, a an opinionated show. We definitely want you all to express your opinion. You know, we, we want to hear the middlemen on the middlemen talk show. We want to hear what you have to say. And like I said, we want to thank all our guests for tuning in, especially in the chat room, also on the phone lines. The phone lines are jumping today. We definitely appreciate that. Um, we're going to try to get into it today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Let's go on and get into it. I know they're like, I'm going to hurry up and get my head in the 
I could just hear someone that I know he didn't. I know they ain't talking about this. What? Yeah. But you know, we you know are talking about it today. Yeah, you know what, Al, Nick, and Jen, we all, and Jen know this the most, we always get accused of talking so bad about black women. They always think we talking bad about black women. We just point out the obvious, and we definitely want you guys to understand that we love black women. Just keeping it real. We just going to well, point out some know, of the things that we I, see. I am a black woman, and I, I'm excited to get into this because I think that, uh, so I think that, you know, a lot of what we do is misunderstood. I think there is a lot of women who try to use, uh, you know, conform to, you know, I guess uh, the white beauty or, or beautiful what America considers beautiful. But uh, but the, a lot of the reason has to do with y'all, black men. So I'm ready to get into this today. Oh. You y'all. know what? We yeah, got a y'all. list for you too, Jen. You just wait. We got a list of you and all them little excuses you be throwing out, but that's another ready. show. I am ready. Roll the dice, because I'm ready. You ain't ready for this one. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. Here we go, but uh, like I said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. This title of the day's subject is my sister, the laughing at you. We're going to identify some things as far as why are black women um, wearing blonde wigs and bleaching their skin to become lighter and want to have, of course, hair. Also, why do some... Uh, black women are scared to go back to a natural look. Also, you know, some reasons why, you know, black women, uh, some black women are openly treat themselves with self-hate. And also, it's just a form of entertainment for other races. We're going to talk about the light skin versus dark skin effect and how does that affect, um, have an effect on our children. Also, uh, we're going to talk about uh, why do some black women continue to change their image while other races are emulating their looks. And if women of other races are resembling black women, could this be a reason? Why black men choose to date outside their race. So, we're going to get into it today. We're not going to waste no time. We need all this hour and 30 minutes to talk about this subject. So, let's get into our first song of the day, G. We're going to go ahead and get into that. If this is your first time listening to the Middleman Talk Show, we normally play a song at the beginning of the show uh, that will somewhat fit the topic of the day. Now, if you're on the phone lines, don't hang up. We're just going to give you a moment to get your thoughts together. If you would like to get in this conversation, you can press 1 if you're on the phone lines. If you're on the Internet, dial 718-508-9972, then press that number 1. We'll bring you in with your comment. I see we got somebody with a comment right now, caller 903. Uh, we're going to bring you in right after this break. Matter of fact, Let's bring them in right now to see what they got to say. Is it okay with y'all? Yeah. Cool, man. Hey, let's bring that. Call it 903. What, what's up? You're on the Middleman Talk Show. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys, man? It's business, man. Hey, what's up, player? What's up? What's up? Man, I'm trying to make it, man. Trying to make it. Yeah. No, nah, what, what I think, man, is um, like black women nowadays, they're more, they're, they're having to take care of themselves more than it was back, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. And they're um, they have to conform to the way the white the white women are in corporate America now. You know what I'm saying? For the straight hair and not wanting to not wanting to get their get their hair natural and all that, they have to they have to fit in basically. Hmm. So, so you think that that's one of the primary reasons why they are like they are now because they're trying to fit in? I think they're just trying to fit in. Yeah. This is this is my thought. That seemed kind of detrimental to me, but. I mean, I understand where you're coming from with that. No, no, yeah. no. I yeah. can't wait till it's my turn. I just can't okay. wait. I'm over well, here dying. Well, Biz, what we're going to do is we're going to hold you. We're going to take a quick break right quick, give everybody else to kind of marinate on what you just said right there. And that's after this break right here, we're going to bring you right back in, and we're going to discuss that a little bit further. All right? All right. All right. 
Stay on the line now. You ain't got to hang up. All right, y'all. The first record that we're going to get into today on our first break right here is a song that I really like, too. And I think it means a lot to everybody. Once you hear it? Oh, yeah. This represents everything to my sisters out there. Realize what this sister right here saying. I ain't going to say her name. If you don't know this name of this, room, this woman right here, you don't know music. You probably don't anyway. But, hey, you're listening to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, we live today, Sunday. It's going down. I don't jump. Here we go. Is that India? What happened to her hair? Well, if I want to shade the coast, so I want to rock and rock and that'll take a bit away from the soul that I got. Little girl with the press and her. AJ, I got a Jerry curl. Thirteen and I got a relapse. I was a source of so much laughter. Fifteen when it all broke down. Eighteen and I went on that trip. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do, because it was time to change my life, to become the woman that I am inside, 97 dreadlocks all gone, I looked in the mirror for the first time and saw that, hey, hey, I am not my hair, I am not this skin, I am not your expectations, no, no. Got up the wrong name for the song on the board, so blame him. 
Kevin KG Gordon. If you're just now tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show, the title of today's subject is My Sister. They laughing at you. And some of the things in which we're going to point out today, of course, you can see back over the, the last past century, black women were belittled by white women for having full figure bodies, large lips, dark skin, and natural hair. And if a woman possessed these characteristics, they were viewed as unpretty. But nowadays, you have white women getting blood implants, Botox injection in their lips to make them become fuller, tanning their skin to look dark. And on the other hand of that now, nowadays, you have some black women bleaching their skin, wearing blonde, and wanting to have courses. So some of the things which we're going to discuss today are some reasons why some black women are starting to bleach their hair, I mean, excuse me, bleach their skin, wearing blonde hair, and also the want to have coarse hair. And also, why do some black women, you know, they're, they're scared to go back to their natural look? And also, do also why do some black women openly treat themselves with self-hate? And this is a form of entertainment for other races. And what effect does the light skin, dark skin conversation have on our children? We got a special clip we're going to play for that particular question, so please be on the lookout for that. Also, why do some black women, not all, continue to change their image while other races are emulating their looks. And also, if women of other races are resembling black women, could this be a reason why some black men date outside their race? Hmm. I know y'all have something to say about that, but we're going to get into it. I want to thank everybody on the chat board for coming in. Black Man 37, Dove G, Grown Game, all our guests, Rough Edge, appreciate y'all for coming in. Um, everybody who's on the phone line, we see the phone line is crazy today. If you got a comment, make sure you press 1. We'll definitely bring you in. And uh, we're going to try to have a great discussion today on this particular topic. So uh, let's get into it, man. We're going to go ahead and get into our first question as far as uh, what do we feel like some of the reasons why some black women are starting to bleach their skin, wear blown, and also their want to have poor skin. Well, I know Jen has something to say about this. Should we let Jen go yeah. ahead? Well, matter of fact, let's let's bring Biz back in to finish his comment okay. right quick. And shout okay. um, out to Marvel, uh, Colors of Clad, Chocolate Sex in the City. They did do a topic a couple of days ago about bleaching the skin, and uh, yeah. it was very interesting. So, I mean, hey, man, this is a big topic in our community. Um, but we're going to bring uh, Caller 903 back in. Hey, man, you live. Want to finish your thoughts? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you good. You in. You want to finish your thoughts? Yeah, basically what I was just saying was, you know, in my opinion, like the black lady today is she she's nothing like the black lady was fifteen years ago. Like normally you would have maybe fifty percent fifty percent were homemakers, you know, and others, you know, they, they had something they had a little something to do, but they're not they weren't in in the uh job market like they are today, you know. Like a lot of a lot of the black women, you know, they have college educations now. They're out there. Most of, a lot of them are single, single mothers. So they're having to do what they got to do to fit in and get the money they need to get. So you don't and see anything think, wrong with this? I'm sorry, but you, you don't see nothing wrong with them bleaching their skin or you know what I'm saying, just changing and modifying everything to fit in. That, I mean, that's basically what you're saying, right? Right. What I what I what I think is like the. The black lady wants to be more like the white lady, and the white lady wants to be more like the black lady. Like hmm. the, the white women are are really, they're they're um, trying to make themselves more secretly in like the hip hop 
they're trying to trying to make themselves more like in the hip hop culture, like say take Kim Kardashian for instance, with mm-hmm. with the butt and all that, you know. That's that's what they want. They want what the black women have, and the and the black women want what the white women have. Well, for well, that's, the, that's a question, the advantages though. and everything. That is, yeah, let me chime in on this man. real, real that's quick. Uh, before we go a little bit further, I know we were talking about the, the skin bleach, and I did want to point out to everybody before we go into that, that that's nothing new. That's actually been something that's been practiced for centuries. Actually, yeah. in, you know, Africa, Latin America, Asia, the Middle Eastern areas, it was noted as a sign of status to bleach your children's skin. If anybody ever had a chance to read the book, Making of the uh, White Man by uh, Paul Lawrence Guthrie. He goes into explicit detail where that was something that they did, kings right. and queens, to show a sign of sat- a status. The lighter that your children were, the better your status was as a member of the royal community. So there's nothing new. There's nothing new. It's been going on for years and years and years. So it's just, before we get into that, just let them know that's something that's been misconceived as being new, and it's not new at all. Most definitely. Right. Hey, man, Biz, we appreciate you for that comment. If you want to get back in, you can stay on the phone, man. Just press that number one again, and uh, we'll get right to you. We see we do have another caller that would like to make a comment. Okay. Appreciate you, Biz. Uh, call us 678. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? It's just me. I had to just switch rooms. That's all. You do that again, dog. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. Go ahead, uh, go ahead uh, Nick and uh, Al. Oh, well, what I was going to say is... Well, uh, has, I'm going to do what Jenny had to say. She has, has yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely here. Well, first of all, I think that black women conforming to, like, part of corporate America is part of it, but you can't link and lump, like, how we wear our hair or some of the things we do, like, just into one category or just have one explanation for it because... There's many facets and there's many layers and there's some right and then there's some wrong. Like, for an example, I don't think any man has the right to tell me how to wear my hair. A lot of women wear their hair in different styles or don't wear it natural because it's not manageable. Um, I had um, braids in my hair. You know, that's a very Afrocentric look. And it took me eight and a half hours to take my hair down Saturday. So no one has the right to tell me you know, how to wear my hair. Um, a lot of times, it's it's just not manageable to wear it straight like that. It's just, it's hard to manage your hair. It is, especially when you have to go to work, there's so much you have to do. So a lot of people do it just for, really? yes. And don't, you're not a woman, so you don't know. Have you ever had to do okay, your hair? Uh, 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 hey, hey, I'm well, not even going to argue with I'm that. I'm sorry, I can't, agree with, I can't agree with you on that. I was raised in a house with five women. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't subscribe to that. That's that's to me, that's a cop out. No, it's cop not out. a cop out. Everything it took that y'all, me eight hours to take my hair y'all do with y'all, everything that y'all do with y'all hair takes forever to do. It's not just managing natural hair. And nobody's demanding, nobody's saying you have to do this. We're simply asking the question: Why are you doing this? Why are you trying? Okay, so that's to one of one of the it's reasons. Not even, It's not even so much about you straightening your hair. We're talking about doing these things that make you seem more and more like what mainstream America appeals as being beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. I'm just telling you, a lot of people wear wigs. We're talking about turning your eyes blue. We're talking about all that stuff because, quite frankly, that has nothing to do with the time management that it takes for you to get to and from work. 
No, hey, because hey. a lot you, you did say about wearing it natural versus wearing weaves and all of that. Now, a lot of people wear the different colors just as a fashion statement. I don't think that they take it that serious. I personally wouldn't wear blonde weave myself, but I don't think a lot of people realize what that they're doing. I, I just don't. Hey, y'all, we got problem. another caller. We got another caller yeah, right here. Yeah, let's take that right, caller. Like yeah, let's take the caller. Uh, caller 478, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's going on? All right, maybe they uh, pressed that number one by mistake. But, um, Jen, I, I agree with Nick because, I mean, seriously, it doesn't, it, it really don't take you guys or, or black women in itself to, to, to put those contacts in because, I mean, you can go First around of all, any a lot of people well, find hold, it hold beauty. But let, let me Jean. say this. Let me finish because I didn't get to finish because we go took ahead. the caller. All right. A lot of people, okay, they conform because of y'all, because of black men, because they think that they, I don't think this, but a lot of women do put the contacts in, do put the blonde hair in because they're trying to attract Men, men that have seemed to go gone the other way. So, especially black women, the most single woman on the earth, the most unmarried woman on the earth, does everything she can to attract you all, and you still not satisfied. Now, I say as a strong black woman, I don't feel I have to dye my hair a certain color or have my eyes a certain false color, but, you know... I, yeah. I know why some women, women do that. Jen, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this, and it's no disrespect to my sisters out there, but if you really think that you have to go through all that just to attract a man, and it's probably you're probably after the wrong type of dude anyway. If you got to do all that to attract a man, I love you sisters to death, but grow the hell up. I refuse to conform myself to attract somebody. I'm not going to let somebody come into my adult life and tell me how I'm going to look and make me change the way I perceive myself just to get somebody's attention. And if you really feel that you got to do that, y'all need to grow the hell up. I don't think Seriously. it's a conscious thing that they do. I don't think someone says, you know what, I'm going to dye my hair blonde so that man likes me. I think it's a subconscious thing. But you put it out there as a reason why, and it has to be addressed. A, you put it out there yeah, as a reason no, why, because you can't get the outcome from Hold on now, y'all. Hold on now, hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. We got another call. We got another call. right now. Hold on. We got another call. We got another call. I understand it, but uh, we're going to take this caller right quick, and we're going to get back to this heated discussion. Hold on one second, y'all. The caller, 402, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Right. Caller, 402, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Um, hello? Can you hey, you're live, brother. What's going on? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, I could say this to start off. When you are under an oppressor, you start to take the ways of the oppressor. Thank you. Let's start mm-hmm. with that. Second of all, it wasn't a problem with the women managing their hair when they were in slavery and so-called free. Yeah, and they had less things to do. They had bigger things then, to buy. But when you're okay, uh, when you're minute, migrated into the corporate minute. America, hello, oh, yeah, let it's the man finish Please, well, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to get emotional here. I'm just trying to explain it. Okay. All right. Um, and right. what's the the, the far the thing with the Straight hair. What is that joke Paul Mooney says? You know, when your hair is nappy, they're not happy. But when your hair is straight, I mean, when your hair is relaxed, they're relaxed. <laughs> that is conforming to an idea that was set by them in order to have your hair a certain way, which is straight. Yep. That kind of conforms with what they wanted. What do you think Madam C.J. Walker did when she did? She didn't do it just for the hell of it. Say, hmm, 
I believe she's part of the reason she did that is to conform into that particular society. So now, this is one where it's straight hair, but some of them don't want to get it relaxed. Some of them will get wigs. Some of them will get uh, weave. The whole notion that a lot of things that we've been under, we haven't tried to conform to, to fit into the society, to try to assimilate into society is wrong. We have, and now women have, yeah. fit into the society. First of all, black women were never into blonde hair, even back in before we got here in Chains and Shackles, or when we got here the first time, when we came as explorers to this, con- to this right. part of the land. We That's never right. wore blonde hair. The only time they started wearing blonde hair is when we got up another oppressor. And they started wearing that in the 60s. There were some sisters wearing blonde wig, uh, blonde wig or blonde uh, Afro wig in the 70s. True that. Mm-hmm. A few. That. Okay. But it didn't become rapidly like it is during the 80s, 90s, and now. Right. Another thing about right. the color thing, about we want to do this for different colors to attract a man, mm, I, I don't know if that's really the case, being a man, because I find that sister with blue hair, purple hair, and Red blood, red hair is not attractive, or orange hair. That's not attractive in any way or shape or form. I didn't go to a circus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm. brother, so, so, so you telling no. me. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Jean. So, brother, you telling me you prefer a woman. Now, what type of woman do you prefer? Do you prefer a sister that's natural, um, you know, just all the way through and through, nothing altered or anything like that? Or are you preferring them to be somewhat conformative to what society thinks they should be? If I had it my way, I would rather it be natural. If I had it my hmm. way. Wow. I would prefer. But, hell, okay. you know, I'll perform her. If she's bald, I'd be happy with that. I wouldn't care. Hmm. Heard hmm. that, Dan. I feel you, man. We oh, appreciate, we appreciate your call, comment. Man. And, uh, if you want to comment again, you can press that number one. We're going to take this next caller right here. Um, Thank you. All right. Caller 601, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Call 601. Hello? Hey, what's up? Yes. Oh, I didn't know if it was me. Yes, it's you. How is everybody doing? Oh, everybody. All right, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah. I'm doing well. I, um, I'm very intrigued by this conversation you guys are having, and I'm, I applaud you for, for having it, because it's kind of deep. <laughs> okay. Thank you. But I guess um, the biggest point that I can make being that I am a natural um, African American. Um, I think, to a certain extent, I can agree with with some of uh, the things and the thoughts that Jen has. But for the most part, and this is just me, um, you know, I wore a relaxer for probably from fifth grade through maybe so. It was like from ten years old to like maybe twenty seven. So, you know, a big portion of my life. And when I decided to make the transition to go natural, it wasn't because I needed more time in my morning to get dressed or, you know, to do my hair. It was because I just wanted to be me and I didn't want to have to put on a different face for somebody else. Um, You know, just for the sake of being able to, you know, get out the house quicker, that that wasn't the case. Because, I mean, honestly, I put more time into doing my hair now than I did when I had a relaxer. I mean, it's it's way more intensive. Um, so it wasn't a decision out of convenience. It was a decision for me to get in touch with me, for me to be comfortable, you know, looking in the mirror and knowing that this is the way my hair grows out of my roots and this is the way God intended, and I wanted to embrace that. And then the bigger thing was, you know, I have a son. I want him to know 
what the real standard of beauty is, not the standard of beauty that the media portrays, not the standard right. of beauty that you see in the magazines. I want him to know that an African-American, a black woman, looks like me. And, you know, he's not going to, it's not going to be taboo for him to meet a girl that, you know, has an afro or has afro puffs. And, you know, she doesn't right. drown her face in makeup and she's not dyeing her hair and wearing different color contacts. I want him to know that black is beautiful no matter what. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I appreciate you saying it from that standpoint. I know some women may agree with you, some women may not. Because we did a show a while ago, we were talking about how a long time ago they had this experiment on young black women, uh, young black kids, to see which doll, it was a doll study that they did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of this somewhat derived from that. Mm-hmm. The fact of you got a Barbie doll with the long hair, the curvy waist, the blue eyes, and the, and the light skin. The mm-hmm. thing about it, they want to continuously, you know, bombard you with that that image, and and then mm-hmm. someone getting the psyche of black women, some black women, to make them feel like I need to have a long hair. Because I, I mean, I see many of pictures on Facebook. A lot of my friends, you know, or other women I see, they got their hair trying to flow it in the air with the fan and all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just your boat floating. But yeah. you know, I, I'm just saying though, it just it just kind of strange how we try to conform to everybody else. Hey, yeah. can I can, I, can I, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Now, I didn't get to finish my comment before because Kevin and them cut me off. But the thing is, I, now, I too am natural. Like, my my hair, my hair is natural. I, I have been natural for, I haven't had a perm in like four years. So, I'm not the one, the defender of blonde hair. Now, my point was I was saying earlier to the gentleman earlier was, that I understand why some women subconsciously, I don't think they consciously think, oh, I'm going to dye my hair blonde and I'm going to get a man. I just think a lot of women, because that's what's being thrown out there as beauty. And a lot of women who aren't on the same plane as, as the young lady who's calling in right now, or myself, or, or a lot of women who haven't been exposed to knowing who you are and, and, and embracing your natural beauty, that's what they conform to. Now, as far as weeds and weeds, they might not have been blonde. But Africans, Egyptians, we were the first people to rock with wigs and weeds, and I don't see anything wrong with it. If you want to, I think that we have we're, we're a people, a culture that embraces being different and being trendsetters, and and to have all kinds of hairdos and looks and and things like that, and, and creative uh, creativity in in our fashion and, and how we present ourselves. Do I think wearing purple hair is right? No, I don't. But I think that there it's a deeper reason that, you know, you can't look at that lady who says who may have a blonde streak in her hair and think that she don't love herself or just don't think well, that she doesn't yeah. embrace herself. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't call- like that. What, touching on what the caller just said earlier, she said a very important word, and that was comfortable. At the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with that. Because if you're no, not and comfortable then, with it, it's going to come off and true. that way, and it's not going to get anybody. The second thing and like, you have to realize and when with I, that, hold on, Jen. The second thing you have to realize with that is, I can understand what you're saying. Yes, there is a conformity that comes with living in this country. But you can't run that back to saying what these men are attracted to. One, we don't own these media outlets. Exactly. We don't own these major but magazines. You buy. The you buy. The, the you buy. The they support what yeah. people buy. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They wouldn't put studied, it out there. I, I studied media in college, and the first thing they told us is that the best thing about media is whatever we put out there is what everyone 
is going to think is right because we have the outlet to put it out there more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. It has absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with what you buy or what you don't buy. Let me tell you something. They don't care about what the consumer comes out of their pocket with. The advertisers care about what the consumers come out of their pocket with. And it's the advertisers that, do you think it's your subscriptions to these magazines or the little 3 that you pay at the newsstand is what's really fueling them? No, it's the corporate entities that continue to pump advertising dollars into them. And if people That's didn't continue to feed them, the if we didn't continue to feed into it, they wouldn't do it. If, they, if we didn't continue to feed it, they wouldn't do it. They, they wouldn't do it. I mean, on the same tip, though, if y'all didn't continue to feed into all these stats that they keep putting up and telling y'all that y'all not worth anything, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we have between black men and black women. I'm just saying, look, they go out and they survey the six black people they know, and all of a sudden they're experts on what's going on in the black community. And y'all feed into it every time because y'all go to those same media outlets and you say, well, the stats from here say that we are this and we are that. And you keep buying into it instead of realizing that maybe, just maybe, if I took care of home, just maybe, if I took care of my own business, then one by one we can tell all the ambassadors out there that, no, your numbers are wrong because we're out here handling business and we're not listening to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's not just me and it's women too. It's everybody. I'm true. But I'm just saying, yeah. we cannot be so judgmental on someone else. Like she was saying, I think it got misconstrued in our, our little talking where when I decided, if like I rock my hair many different ways. If I have it natural, if I'm rocking a puff, it takes a long time to maintain that. It takes a lot of work. That's what I committed to. I don't expect that of anybody else. That's what Jennifer wants to do. That's what Jennifer does. It is a lot of time management. A lot of people People have straight hair have, because it's more acceptable on their job. Now, when I walked into my job and I work at a Fortune 500 company, that uh, um, you know, a lot of them give me the look, you know, and it's it's me who chooses to to rock it or don't rock it, and it's me who has to live in that world, who has to live in both worlds. I, you know, it's it's just a lot of, to ask of, among people, and I don't think people should put people down because of the fashion that you choose. That's well, true. I think we and, should move on from the hair because honestly, it's a lot more than just the hair. Yeah. And as a as a, a black woman, as a black woman, look, I'm a little heated because it took me eight hours to take down my micro braids, and I didn't get much sleep. So I just say, no man, black, white, who whomever, has a right to tell any woman how to do anything with their hair because you don't have to deal with it. We do. But guess what? They do it every day. It's on the cover of Cosmo. It's on the cover of High Care. They do it every day. They tell y'all every day what's hot, what's not, and everybody keeps conforming into it. That's what we're trying to get you to I'm understand. I'm just saying, don't judge it. Don't judge it because we're the ones you have to deal with. You're it. saying no man oh, okay, has the right. Okay. You're absolutely right. No man has the right, but you're still letting them do it by their product placement that goes on every day. We're trying to get people to realize that if once you... Once you realize the beauty in yourself, you will realize, no, I don't have to take on traits of another race or this or that, or whether it's subconsciously or consciously to attract a man. It, that doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you right now, confidence is the most attractive form of beauty. Yes. As long yes. as you are confident with what you are doing, you have nothing to worry about. I guarantee And I'm just saying this now. Do I agree with making your eyes an unnatural color and, and dyeing your hair blonde? No, personally, I do not. But I'm just saying, until you are a woman, and especially a black woman, and especially a single black woman in the current day of time here in America, don't be so judgmental. 
because it's a lot of things that we conform to as women, a lot of choices we make, just because it is hard being a black woman in present-day America. It's very hard. And we don't need people criticizing us and looking down upon us for every little thing we do when we're trying to look beautiful for everyone else. Now, it's all well and good and nice. Okay, people, hold on. Let's let's keep everything moving. Let me finish my thought. The pump this stuff about. Hey, all right. She's mad today. She's going off. We're not. Hey, y'all, calm down. Al, let's get this on right here. Hold on one second. Wow. Jen. Jen. All right. Take you. Take your second now. Take your second. We 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 understand. We understand. We understand. Y'all right? Don't treat me like a mental patient. Go ahead. I'm just saying though. Come on. God. I'm just a little, it's, you know. I'm just. A, I have to. I have to. T- you know, for the we, we do out have there, a caller that was on the on the line that wanted to make a comment. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Comment. I'm sorry, ma'am. All I'm right. so sorry. All right. You're good. Caller six zero one three zero seven. You still on the line with us? Yes, I'm here. All right. Tell <laughs> <laughs> oh, them, girl. I have to tell them, girl. <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel everything you're saying, Jen. You know, the whole, you know, being judgmental toward black women. That's that's a huge piece with me because the thing is, is the one thing that I I figured out a long time ago. You know, a lot of women, and not just black women, a lot of women go through all the pains of, you know, sitting in the beauty shop for hours at a time and getting their nails done and, you know, getting all GQ'd up or whatever. But they're doing it to impress other women. Like a man, that's that's the second thought. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the men are the ones, like, um, I forgot who said it, but, you know, the corporate America that's feeding us all these images is making us feel like, you know, we're inadequate. And so I think that's where, you know, the blonde hair and the blue eyes are coming in and, you know, people are perpetrating different races or whatever. And the thing that, that bothers me the most, I mean, and it's really not even a racial issue, it's a human issue. Everybody wants something that they don't have. And like that's, you know, that's a basic component of, you know, insecurities and, and having low self-esteem. But, you know, I guess for me, I'm comfortable in my skin and, and I don't mind, you know, not having long, flowy hair. If I wanted to straighten my hair, I can and still be natural. You know what I mean? If I, if I, want to put in contacts when I can but I choose not to do that because I am me and you know I don't try to I'm not the type of person to you know try to carry the weight of my race on my shoulders but I want to be an adequate representation of it and I want people to know that yes there are some black women out there who do love being black and they're not trying to be anything but black you know I am and I think that's beautiful I think that's beautiful I I think that's beautiful. I I do. I think it's beautiful. I think more women should embrace that attitude. I myself have that attitude, and it took me a while to get to it. But not all, you know, I'm talking about African-American women. Not all African-American women are there. You know, they they aren't there, and that's a struggle from, you know, amongst us to get more African-American women to that point. But I'm just saying, it's a, a lot of a lot of African American women aren't even in the type of environment to be exposed to to having that positive attitude. So that's why right. I say, don't be so judgmental. Right. And right. See, we're not being judgmental to, to that to that facet. You know, understand this. What we're talking about primarily is the fact that we want you to understand that you can be yourself. We want you to understand that you don't have to embrace anything else but yourself, because everybody else in the world, not only are they laughing at our sisters. They're laughing at us too. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
That's the overall right. conversation. It's not just you. So if we don't realize that, and, and it's something that we always revert back to, if we don't realize that everything starts with you, like my sister that's on the phone right now, she said her, she wants her son to realize what is a beautiful woman. You understand what I'm saying? So when he get his first visual of what is a beautiful woman to him, then he can run from there and, and trans, you know, transfer it to his kids and so forth, so on. Mm-hmm. So everything, that's right. And everything starts with you guys, and that is the reason okay. why we're having this conversation right now. We don't want that's you right. to change nothing about yourself, nothing. Right. right. And I think it, and right. it's up to us, you know, especially mothers um, raising black kids. It's up to us to set that precedent. So they can understand the the magnitude of what they are. I mean, I think for, and I hate to say it like this because, you know, but I mean, y'all pretty much have made this a black and white issue. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like in a, a lot of sectors of our culture, it has been watered down. You know, look at our music. Oh, it's, yes. It's um to the point where, you know, and I, I mean, hip-hop can be enjoyed by a lot of people, but I just look at the... You know, the white suburban kids listening to rap, it just it seems like because there's such an appeal to them, our music is suffering because, you know, everyone is going along with the trend and, you know, what's going to get the MTV uh, rotation as opposed to actually putting real lyrics, real hip hop. Like we've lost mm-hmm. that. We lost that in so many sectors of our culture. And I mean, I don't know if we'll get it back. I hope we get it back by the time my son is having kids. But I mean, that frightens me the most. So if me being me and represent, you know, just being able to walk in the city that I live in and be able to be a representation of what black is, then, you know, that's all I can do. I feel you on that. And, and, you know, even it's not the fact that we're trying to make it a black and white thing, but I mean, primarily the only people in this world who you look at that change themselves so much is our sisters. Now mm-hmm. it's somewhere to what we're talking about today, where you have a lot of white women in other races are getting the butt implants, they're mm-hmm. bronze in their skin. Not bleaching, but bronze. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you got mm-hmm. a lot of other people out there that are trying to emulate our sisters, but for the longest we've seen as a black male, I've seen our sisters emulate everybody else. You right. know, no, that, but let me say, can I say this, Kevin? Now, the NDREs and the Angie Stones, I think NDRE, I think Angie Stone, I think they're beautiful. I, I think, you know, I think, you know, women of uh, Jill Scott, I, I think they're beautiful black women. But a lot of guys, a lot of not even guys, a lot of people out there, do they support them as, as beautiful people? Do they support, do they support NDRE? Do they think NDRE was beautiful? No. No, no, they did. I do, but but they did. Listen to this right here. This this goes to the question that we wanted to ask. Why do some people, and not only just black women, openly treat themselves with self-hate? A lot of black Mm -hmm. men treat themselves with self-hate. A lot of black women treat themselves with self-hate. And other people look at it as a form of self-entertainment. That's something that we actually kind of deviated the question a little bit. But you think about it. The way that we walk around, the way that our sisters walk around, you know, it's, it's a form of entertainment for everybody. I know I've seen many times. I'm sitting in the wall in the mall, just chilling on the bench, just looking right. And, and I can see these girls pass by with these flamboyant hair colors and all these old incredible looking eyes and stuff. And you it's just comedy. Talking wild. Yeah. You'll see. Mm-hmm. You'll see some other people, other races, Chinese, white, black, whatever. They sit over the side and be like, Man, they just be laughing. I give you a good example. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, God. Thank you. They tune in every week just to see how crazy they can get. 
It's not mm-hmm. because they think it's a good show. They just think that there's going to be some ignorance going on. Anytime you have a black show, they automatically lean toward the person who's the most ignorant. Prime example, Fantasia's reality show. Uh, it was uh-huh. her brother, Teeny, the one that was ex- acting extra ignorant. When uh, Keisha Cole had her show, it was her sister and her mother that everybody leaned toward because they were acting extra ignorant. Right. They prey right. off of our ignorance. It gives them entertainment. Mm-hmm. And to go back to that whole thing about Jessica, I, I agree with you to an extent, Jen, but one, Indy Ari is not single. Andy Stone is married, and almost every guy I know to, will kick Beyonce down a flight of steps to get the Jill Scott. Uh, oh, where? Where are these people? Where? 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 But and then, like, and then, if you actually look at some aspects of our life, you see some of our black women and black men presenting those characteristics, acting mm-hmm. crazy, and, you know, just just, just being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Knowing that parents ain't raised them that way, knowing that the mothers and fathers did not raise them to be that way, but they're doing it anyway. But they really think that we are actually acting like that in real life. This is how a black person is. Okay, I need to watch BET. And all those reality shows learn how that That's true. No. And isn't it the saddest thing that B E T is the catalyst for these shows? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well B E T is owned by Viacom. Viacom mm-hmm. doesn't care about black culture. Nope. No. They care about numbers. And actually Viacom has started putting more black shows on VH one than they have on B E T because they don't want their mainstream clients exposed to all of that black culture. They want it in its most ignorant form. They don't want you to see the BET news. They don't want you to see. They don't want you to see the positive parts of it. So we're gonna take Flavor Flav. We're gonna take New York. We're gonna take uh, Love and Hip Hop. We're gonna take all these ignorant shows and we're gonna put it on here. So this is what y'all can think what black culture really is. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna put it on the black network. We're gonna keep ignorance on there, but we're gonna oh, yeah. put. We're going to put all the good, the, the stuff that can bring in some real ratings, we're going to put that on VH1, and we're going to show them that that is black America's representation. And if you would like to comment, uh, our phone lines are open. You can dial 718-508-9972, press 1. To all of our callers that press 1 before, if you would like to get into the conversation, press that 1, then press it again if you have a question or concern or comment or anything about anything we're talking about today. We would love to hear from you guys. The phone lines are open. Um, not to go back too far, but what... Nick was saying about Jill Scott. I don't know too many black dudes in America that would tell you that Jill Scott ain't sexy. I'm trying to say. I, I, I know a lot. I know a lot that wouldn't. Now I think Jill Scott is fly. I think Angie Stone is fly. I think I think NDRE is beautiful. I think all of those women are beautiful. But a lot of men do not think that is attractive. Now a lot of well, we some do, but a lot of men don't. Let's You're right, man. I have to, I have to agree with you this on that. This is my thing. And... Guys, let's stop treating relationships like it's a numbers game. Instead of being like, where are all the good women? Where's my good woman? Instead of being like, where are all the good men? Where's your good man? That's all I'm saying. It's not a numbers game. The more you treat it like a numbers game, you're going to keep 
You're going to keep as it a like, woman, keep as it a woman, put it out there, and I'm sure the caller can 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 attest to this. Maybe she can. I don't know. But as a woman, a lot, a lot of men do not find that attractive. And that's why a lot of women, you have to be 100% in you. You have to be like the caller. You have to be 100% comfortable with yourself and emulate that. But a lot of women, just because of the, the bashing that they get from the media, the bashing that they get from people on the street who, who are not elevated thinkers like you all, they they choose to float the other way, and that's just reality. Now we can sit here and pretend that but these Jen, people don't exist, but they do. Jen, Jen, I'm gonna tell you. Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna tell y'all just like this. We're gonna play this clip right quick. This just like this. Just because people put out that Beyonce is the most beautiful, blah 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 in the world, I don't feel like that. I know a lot of dudes that don't feel like that. All dudes don't want Barbie dolls. And the thing about it, they put it in a situation where you got to have the. Uh, the the, the light-skinned chicks versus the dark-skinned chicks and all these other... It's a lot of self-hate when it comes to that particular subject. And right. what we're going right. to do right now, we're going to play this clip right quick. If you're listening on the phone lines, please get the thoughts together. If you want to make a comment after you hear this clip, press number one, because I think this may make you want to say something. We right, and this clip, clip was taken... And this mm-hmm. clip was taken from... Uh, these are some high school students now that are actually comparing light-skinned versus dark-skinned now. So these are how our children are thinking about skin complexion. So please pay attention to this clip that we put together. Check this out. You're listening to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. Black girls are just busted. Like, the the light-skinned girls look so much better because, like, I don't know. Like, when, when you see a dark-skinned girl, you think crusty. When you see a light-skinned girl, you think, like, oh, my gosh, she's beautiful. You know, like, but when you see a dark-skinned girl, you see, like, crust. Dirt, ash, ass, nasty. So how do you feel about light-skinned people versus dark-skinned people? Well, you know, I'm seeing brown skin. I hate that light-skinned people. Light-skinned people feel they're too cute. They're, they're so stuck up. Like, light-skinned people are from, like, 1992, like, the 19, you know, 2010. It's dark-skinned people, you know? Seeing brown skin. Um... A lot of people I like lighter skin people, which is kind of oh, weird, but not nice. <laughs> but light skin people do get a lot more credit than dark skin, probably because it's like closer to white. It has something. To, it has something to do with being like, you know, like better and like closer to white. Cause you know how white people are like they see you that's like popular, whatever. I mean, I like black people, but I don't really have that many black friends. Um, I don't really like to make black friends. They're not, they're not anybody that I look to to be my friend. Light skinned people are cocky. Why? What? Some. Oh, I don't. Okay, some. Some light skinned people are too cocky. I dislike light skinned people. Okay, what else am I supposed to say? Okay, speak my mind. Okay, yeah, just speaking, but just go in. I don't like light skinned people. I don't like dark people either. Being dark skin is a very important color. For example, Sasha. Me and Sasha, we're black skin. No, no, no. For example, brown. Brown. We're brown skin. For example, Keisha. She's not light skin, but she's not dark skin. She's in the middle. So it's like being dark skin. You have to have like. Have consideration in your color, because if you're dark skin and ugly, then that's a problem. That is a problem. You gotta be. You gotta be brown and cute. That almost made me cry. That was disgusting. And, and the sad part about that right there is the fact that 
these are the future mothers. Yep. These right. are the future fathers. Yep. And that's the reason but why this I say not only story. are they laughing, not only are they laughing oh. at the sisters, they laughing at the brothers. And that could be the young brothers and the young yep. sisters. And that goes back right. to what we're talking about with the, you know them bleaching the skins and. And all these other things that they alter themselves to fit into what society said. Now that caller that called in earlier, you know, he he made some great points where he was saying how, um, you know, as as long as we've been over here in America, we've, we you know we, we came here, we didn't conform to anything. But no, since we we've been here and we've been trapped here, and it, it's not all about racism or racial things. It's a mental thing. I'm just saying at this point, we should be beyond this. As smart as black people are right now, how can we be so dumb? That's why I'm saying they laughing at us. The color thing has been passed on for uh, it was something that was placed in our head during slavery. But you um, know now though, you know that's, true. that's the difference. Yep. When yep. you know that's better, different. you should that's be right. able passes to do it. Passes on that. through other people. Why are we surprised if ignorance passes on through us? Why does why does prejudice still exist? Because people pass it on in their families, people pass it on down the line. And so that ignorance is no different than any other ignorance. People give it to their children. They pass it on. They pass those mentalities on generation after generation after generation and still are doing it. Well, you know, I can agree with that, but the only point I have with that is if you think about it, I can teach, I can teach my kids to be racist, but that don't mean that they're going to be racist. You understand what I'm saying? I can it's teach a, it's my a better kids chance that, that, of them being racist if you teach it well, to well, them. What I'm saying is, the fact is, each one of us has a choice and when a person gets to a certain mind state, they should realize that. Now, if you want to fall for ignorance at every point, then, hey, maybe your capacity ain't on that level. That's understandable. Right. But when you understand better, and that ain't everybody in this world, and that's why I always say each one teach one. If I could teach the next person not to be ignorant towards whatever fact it is, they, you know, hopefully they will embrace that and, and, and take that next step and, and you know, grow. Overcoming right. mental overcoming mental shackles and overcoming mental ignorances that's been implanted in you ever since that you were a child is not an easy feat. And and very few people overcome it. They they do. Look well, at look at the people that I, overcome it. I wanna comment I wanna comment about this, uh, and this is something related to the clip to then. Um, if you remember back in the clip, um it was a, a a lady that says that, you know, she don't associate herself with other black girls and she don't have black friends she chooses not to have black friends she's black herself everybody on that clip like, was black how can she yes everybody on that clip was black African American descent and then you have them arguing over light versus dark you know because at the end of the day they would get arrested the description will say African American female or male height size weight but it's still going to say African American female or male. It's not going to say light-skinned African-American female or male, dark-skinned African-American female or male. You know, that's the thing in which, you know, which really got me about that particular and the light-skinned versus dark-skinned segment of it and how that, it, you know, it affects our children. Because, one, it could be a psychological problem with a young teenage girl growing up trying to become accepted. That's going to resort her to doing what bleaching her skin, wanting to look at a lighter um, skin complexion if she's not being accepted by you know, her peer or her yeah. friend or people around her. I agree, you know, Al. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And that's why I said don't be so judgmental because because shaking off the, the, the shackles of 
of ignorance and shaking off the shackles of, of a mentality that has been passed down for generations is not something that everyone does or, or gets to do or is an easy feat. I, I, I think because, you know, a lot of times we become enlightened and we become, you know, um, aware of ourselves and who we are and how beautiful and great we are as African-American people. And we forget that a lot of us are never exposed or never get the chance to ever learn anything about ourselves that that is beautiful and it's sad. You know what? Let me say this. And, Al, I agree with you, but I also agree with Jen. And the reason that I can agree with both of y'all is because of this fact. One, yes, it is a deep-seated mentality that's been in for a long time. But it's just like Kev said just a second ago. You know, reach one, teach one. In the 70s, there was this black is beautiful movement. There was say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. There was an investment back into our community. So it's not like it's not like we're in the exact same mental state that we were in slavery. There was a time, a recent time, 40 years removed, yes, but a recent time, and that was 10 years after, after uh, civil rights. There was a time where we did appreciate the beauty that is in blackness, and we don't do it anymore. Because once again, honestly, I feel like we as a people feel like, okay, we're out of Jim Crow. We're, we got our civil rights. I'm making a little money now. Let me go hang with the, I don't want to sound racist, but let me go hang with the whites. Let me go do this and not realizing that it's still a struggle out there. It's still an everyday struggle, and there's that uniformity between us is not there anymore. It's not there anymore. And honestly, a lot of those deep-seated mental restraints that we had from then, we're bringing them back on ourselves. No, most definitely. Hey, we we're not, we're not being put at the back of the bus anymore, but we want to sit at the back of the bus. Oh, yeah, run to it. We got a caller that would like to get back in this conversation. Caller 402-972. You're live on the Middle Man <laughs> Talk Show. I'm going to say that I agree with both sides, both okay. the lady and the gentleman. I, I believe... It's absolutely right to say that on a conscious and a subconscious level, we are still under that poison. And it seems as though after the 70s, after we were saying all this, I love black, black is power, it seems like the work was pushed harder to put us back in a mentality that we seem to be in today. Mm. Remember, after the 70s, during the late 70s and 80s, they were pushing powerful drugs back into the community. Right. So crack, heroin, and all that stuff came back hard. Right. Then they started stripping away our mentality, stripping away what we loved about ourselves. Here right. we are in 2000. Now we're back in the same rut we were before, um, the I would say, around the 60s. We're back in that rut again. It's on a subconscious and conscious level. And we have not broken it. And it, it, it takes work to break that type of thinking. And it's sad to hear youth talk about how black is ugly and not have, and at the same breath, they don't quite understand that they themselves have that same type of blood running through their veins. Mm-hmm. This whole That's notion right. of right. hate, <clears throat> light skin being better, well, we all know that where that comes from. I mean, even in William Chancellor's book, The Destruction of Black Civilization, there was a chapter called The Mulatto Problem, where it talked about how when the Europeans invaded certain Africa, how they pushed, they made all these light-skinned children after they don't raped all the women, and they made them at the top and pushed the darker ones at the bottom. Well, if you notice throughout the world, they've done it in every other culture. Oh, yeah. They've done the same thing. So this thing has been going on for years, and it continues to go on. And until we wake up from this 
sleep until we have a deeper, deeper understanding of it, which I will call it, according to what Dr. Francis Wilson Wells, calls it and Dr. Naeem Akbar calls it, both psychologists, I call it what it is. Because that is a form of racism, white supremacy. That is a form of it. Because of the fact that it was used to promote a certain thinking versus what it should have been. Right. Which is the culture of people of darker skin have to love themselves, respect themselves, teach each other, and become better. And because we've been on this stumble, and we just like, we're going down, down, down. Yeah. Some of the people you do try to teach and try to explain this to, some of us don't want to hear it. Some of us no. don't want to deal with it. Some of us think we have made it because we have a so-called black president. So we think we've oh, wow. made it because now we got this black messiah right, sitting in the White House. Okay? And we don't want to go back to loving that anymore because we've made it. We have our black president. We have him. Look I, at America. I, I think that... If I, if I may say this, I think that we have to realize that not only do we have to overcome ourselves, but there has been a campaign in the, in America. America is out from the very beginning has been out to make money, and that's the whole reason. And it cannot make money with us loving ourselves as as black people, with us coming together and and um, being communities and being strong and having all this self love. They, they there's no profit in that for. America. So we have a whole campaign of a system, like in, we mentioned the 1970s, when we had all this black love and black panthers and, and love yourself, what did America do? America planted drugs throughout the country, it, it, the CIA, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, all of that wanted to destroy that within our community because they have to keep us conformed to control us, to make money off us. And so how do we fight that? That is so much bigger than just we need to teach black people to love ourselves. We have a whole system that's a campaign against us loving it ourselves. So okay. it is a privilege to, well, to have a conscious mind and to know who you are and to embrace it. All right, well, we got, a, we got another comment right here. Uh, caller 402, hold one second, okay? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, caller 662523, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Okay, going back to the video clip, me uh-huh. being young and in school, I am around this environment that, you know, people as in race, as in my skin color, brown, they feel like they have to put on this, this show that, you know, you have to have the big booty, the wide hips, the big breasts. I mean, we actually have females come to school, you know, put tissue in their shirt to put on this show for boys. And wow. for the boys that I school, we have this image that, you know, the sagging pants, the chain hanging low, you know, the fresh shoes, you know, and it's a competition at school. Then we have the white chicks who want extensions, who want braids, cornrows to be this black female who wants this big booty. You know, I overheard this conversation at school one day. I never forget it sitting at lunch, you know. The white girls had a conversation about how much they want to be more like the black girls to wow. get black boys to look at them. So so people because, as y'all can see as this call is saying and she's a young young lady, she's saying that Everything that we talked about earlier, what what media is doing to our kids, what television is doing to our kids, think about what what she just said. The white girls want to be like the black girls, and the black girls doing everything else they can 
to impress a boy from putting stuff in his shirts and everything else in between. Uh, yep. One example is Nicki Minaj, y'all. What, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Right. We have we have that image that's still going. You know, when Nicki Minaj first came out, everybody wanted to be a Barbie. Not that I didn't think I was a Barbie myself, but that was before Nicki Minaj even came out. I always think of myself as this beautiful black young girl, comfortable with myself. We, yes, I do wear weed, but it doesn't, that weed image doesn't make me. I make that image. I am comfortable being that. Where we, I don't have to get a relax. I have gorgeous hair. But I still put on that image. It's not a self for the boy. If a boy can't respect me for who I am, then let him go. Oh, yeah. Black How old are you? Yes, How ma'am. Are you? That's what I'm talking about. I am 15. Oh, Very you good, saying, young lady. You keep yeah. that attitude. Mm. I love my applause, but but Mo, thank you. Man, most definitely. And the Nicki Minaj image, we have the black girls who want the big booty. Yes, we do have females at our school with the big junk in the trunk. For boys at our school, that's all they see. They don't see the image. They don't see the other side of the female, the beauty with skin. They see the booty spread. The weave, the skin color, the contact, that didn't have to make a black woman. If they didn't have that, they didn't have the weave, they didn't have doctors to get the breast implants in the butt, what, what would black women do? Mm, would, they do their wow. mm. would they hide wow. themselves? Would they hide from the mirror? Would they cram themselves in a dark closet, in a dark room? It shouldn't be that way. And some black females feel like, they have to look better with the weed. And when I feel like when they take the weed out of their hair, they look in the mirror and they see this ugly female, which really they're not. Every black female is beautiful. Every oh, black female. No matter what, every black female, they can have scars. They can be bald head. They can have this nappy hair. Every female is beautiful. It's all what... You feel on the inside. Can't no man define you. Can't no other female define you because actually they have skeletons in their closet themselves. As a male, a male at our school would define a woman all because of they don't have this big breast. They don't look like Mika Minaj to have a terrible like Beyonce. It shouldn't be that way. Males at our school put on the image that they have to look like. 50%. They have to have the dress like Lil Wayne. They have to have the shoes and like doing the everything that comes out. It shouldn't be that way. If we didn't have all that, what would it be? Mm. And, you, and you know what, young lady? I hope that it's up to you. It's up to you to take your message of, of self-confidence and self-love and to spread that to your friends and your family and to people into your community so we have more young ladies that think like you and that act like you because sadly, so and I'm sure you see it in your school, so many of your peers do not. Wow. So I have, I, wow. I also have females, the females who, you know, they always have this conversation on what they want their babies to look like in the future. They want their babies to be this mix, this beautiful, gorgeous, curly hair, this 
beautiful eye color changing child, which is making, you know, if they was to have that child, they will put in this child mind, oh, you shouldn't date that person. They don't have for it to say like you do. They don't have that natural, beautiful, butter skin, soft skin like you do. You don't want your child to come out looking like that. It shouldn't be like that. Wow. It's true. Wow. I'm a 15-year-old girl, you know. I'm with child myself. No, I do not make comments on anybody else because, for one, I can be honest to say that I was that one female that always, you know, dreamed of my child being this, oh, this beautiful, soft-skinned child with curly hair and the one that females died over just want to fall out for. But mm. as I have grown and matured, it doesn't matter what my child looks like. I'm going to make my child feel like the king that he is. Mm. I might, and I will buy my child whatever he wants, but I'm going to let him know the clothes, the needs, the Gucci, the Louis, the price. That doesn't make you. You make those clothes. That doesn't hey. have to make Man, we, we thank you very much. We thank you very much for that comment. And as as someone else just said, out of the mouth of a babe. That's that's amazing right there. Someone uh, who who just said that on the board, uh Rough Edge. What's uh Rough Edge? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Out the mouth of the babe. Why I tell you. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you very and much. And she honestly came through it. She dropped more knowledge than anybody else that was on this phone today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sad to say that. But she dropped more sure knowledge did. than you were. Yeah. Sure did. And uh, shout out to yeah. Miss Nia Cologne. Uh, she's listening in live. I don't know if she was trying to get back into the conversation. Uh, we tried to get you on the phone, but uh, we don't know what happened. But uh, we do have a caller right here, 497-066. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Yeah, how you doing? This is Jay Early. I'm, I've been sitting in your chat room listening What's to up, you. What's up, Jay, man? Appreciate you over there. Appreciate you coming in, man. I, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying, I'm really enjoying the topic that you're having and uh, being a couple generations ahead of you, um, what I wanted to say was, over the years, I'm, and I'm, and you know, I, I'm old enough to remember the first color TV. Okay, wow. so over the years, <laughs> media has set the tone uh, for what we believe that beautiful is. Mm-hmm. And you know, how we're going to change the media? Uh, it's going to be hard. So it's going to come down to to education. That's the only thing that's going to help. Now, the you know, but will education actually change the individual's mind? That's going to be the question. You know, uh, beauty starts starts number one in the mind. Okay, beauty starts with the individual loving their self first. So when you look at yourself in the morning, if you can tell yourself that you love yourself. And it, it doesn't make a difference what the world thinks about you. That's so, true. Um, that's true. Right. I totally agree with you. And, and that's something interesting right there, if you think about it, y'all. Just the invent of the television. It shaped and molded so much of our society over here in, in the Western civilization. It has shaped so much. You look yep. at the rest of the world, the rest of the developed world. They don't have that many televisions over there. And those people are holding true to what their history is. And, and everything right. that's about them. As soon as we got right. that little idiot box in our house, oh my God, everything changed. But right. here's what we failed to realize, and, and this is something I've been arguing about for over all the years, 
is the fact that TV <laughs> was not made for us. Mm-hmm. Okay? Look at any TV program. Let's just take action films just for a second. Who is always the hero? It ain't us. A white, a oh. white male. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Go back to when Bill Cosby uh, was, I can't remember the show he was on. He was, uh, I Spy, I think it was It was called. Yeah. I'm going way back. Um, and And it started there. He was the backup guy, you know. We could never seem like they, oh no let's put it this way they would never show us with enough brain to have solved the problem the who did it you see what I'm saying yeah okay that's true. and this just continues on to the day look at the program with LL Cool J with CSI uh, um, uh, Los I'm sorry Los Angeles right when I found out he was going to be on the show I said oh wow finally finally and then they still have to make the white guy the hero that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, so, I mean, you know, in reality, will we ever get equal billing? Wow. Not as long as they control the program. No, that's, that's it. That's why I like some of Robert I mean, We won't stop watching. But think of this, and this is for, for every person listening, okay? We <laughs> should be very proud because we set the trends. Yep. Anything that we put our minds to, we dominate. That's exactly true. Okay, we dominate. I don't care if you know if we decide tomorrow that we want to, we want to be a star uh, ice hockey player. We will produce a star ice hockey player. Oh, we got one. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh yeah, we got one in the league in the NHL. Uh, he used to play for Ottawa, but uh, he he's a very uh, he's an intimidating player. Yep. Oh yes. Yeah. Hey. He's a black dude rolling around on blades with a stick. Don't you? Oh, well, yeah. you know, I'm waiting on some, some more uh, uh, male and female black tennis players to take over because the oh, Williams yeah. is about to retire. Okay, and it's your generation and that young lady's generation that's going to have to do it. Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely going to step up, and we appreciate you for your call. All uh, right, we have another call that we'll like to get in. To uh, show. You can tune in anytime. Thank you. All right, bye now. All right, caller four seven eight. You're live finally. <laughs> How you doing? Hello. Hello. Hey there, how are you all guys doing right. today? Thank you. Right, Pretty good. Pretty good. First of all, let me issue my disclaimer. Right. I am in no way, shape, form, or fashion a racist. Okay? I okay. just have to issue that disclaimer first of all. But let me say this, and I think that you guys are on point with, with, with the media and what it has done to the black uh, culture. Uh, however, let's talk about what we do to each other. Because do you have any idea how discouraging it is as a black woman for every corner that I turn to see a black man with a white woman? Now, mm-hmm. that is that is discouraging for me as a black woman. It's discouraging for my black daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so I just want to I just want to say that you know that I think that's a very important aspect that we that we miss that it's up to us to embrace each other, to embrace our own culture. If black men don't embrace embrace their black women, there's a problem. If women don't embrace the black men, there's a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's amen, true. amen, that, amen. I think that I think that that is a, when, when I see a. Um, um, uh, a black man that has turned to me. Now, I, let me say this. I am fully natural. Everything about me is natural. From the hips, to the breast, to the big nose, to the big lips, to the natural hair, everything about me. I embrace who I am. I love who God created me to Okay? But it is discouraging for me when my husband, it's discouraging for me um, when, uh, and my daughter, who's 19, 
um, when her father walks away to be with a white woman, what does that leave her? What impression does that leave her with? What impression very, with very me bad. with? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What would it leave me with if I wasn't confident in who I am? So what I'm saying is it's up to us to embrace our own culture. It's up to us to teach our daughters that they're beautiful, they're, they're wonderfully and fearfully made just the way that God created them. That young lady that was on the call earlier, he is so on point. That was that was so liberating and, and so encouraging for me to hear a 15-year-old speak that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That lets that yes, you know that the media has no influence over her mind and over her home. That her parents are teaching her who she is. They have taught her who she is. And so that right. is what I would like for us to, you know, that is that aspect. I would like for us to really, really focus on that. That Forget what the media, you know, teaches ourselves. If we teach them at home who they are, and if parents... If it's the fathers uh, and, you know, teach their daughters uh, who they are, then I think, you know, that in itself will solve problems. I agree. Enough enough with the excuses of what the media has done and, you know, slavery and all that stuff is important and that's Mm -hmm. that's our history. But we have to listen to now. And the now is we embrace our own culture. Black men love your black women. Treat them as they are, they should be treated. Treat them like the queens that they are. Black women love your black men. Treat them like the kings that they are. Yes. Period. And that's it. That's, that's it. real. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Fair. That is it. And so, um, like I said, and I don't want to run. Can I say thank you? <laughs> thank you, my sister, for you know making you these men be accountable a little bit because you know they sometimes want to escape the accountability. Right. Oh, you're wondering why you're wondering why women do this. But listen, you're wondering why you're wondering why women are throwing on the the long straight hair. They want to be like those white women y'all are picking up. And, and what's the main thing a black man has said? A black man will hurry up and say, "Keep your black man." Sure will, and they will hurry up and say, "Oh, black women. That's why y'all black women this, and that's why y'all black women that." Well, that is how they think. Well, Mr. Long, maybe y'all need to focus more on y'all. Well, you're not accepting everybody would take care of self. Everybody would be a lot better off. That's right. Hey, we have and a couple true. of minutes. Hold on, y'all. We have a couple of minutes left. Um, we appreciate you, Anil. We appreciate your comment. We got another caller we want to get in. Hopefully, next right. time we do this, do a show, we want you to get in earlier. For everybody that ever calls in, if you press one and you don't get in, press one two more times. Press it once and press it again. That'll let us know that you would like to get back in because uh, we had a little problems on the board today uh, getting everybody in. But uh, we got a caller that we're going to go ahead and bring back in. Uh, 706-306, uh, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Okay, thank you very much. I'm going to go back into the interracial thing a little bit since we are talking about. Okay. Okay. There's an article I read that occurred in 1996 where it was a white woman and a black man dated in college at Brown University. And what happened was, and this is not all, but some black women there, they saw a couple, and what happened, they went on this woman's on their door or something and wrote a list of all the black guys on the wall and say they did it outside of race and they had a meeting and the whole university was out of control of her. And they wow. blanked the black man at nothing. Wow. Did not handle a black sister. And what happened, we had to meet over the situation. The sisters arguing, debating over and over, talk over that point. The reason why I brought that up is because we can't judge the color, you got just the person. Hmm. That's so true. Get out of it, focus on the person, not the color. The person I feel you on that, man. Love, like, like you say, love has no colors. That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, I understand some people going to have their issues, and, you know, 
we have to respect them and let them have their issues or however, however. But love really don't have a color. And also, can I also add a little point? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you know you see men go to Brazil and date, and a lot of women act like, why are you dating outside the black race and go to Brazil? If you look deep into the Brazil history through slavery before then, there's African blood going deep in Brazil before now. So they're still dating what's inside the black race, but it's different. Hmm. This is true. Hey, what I want to say for everybody that's listening live on the cell phones, and uh, we, once the time goes out, we're still going to be live on on the uh, on the line. So you don't have to hang up. We'll be we'll go a little bit over past our time. To everybody that's listening on the internet, uh, once the seven thirty mark hit, it's going to cut off. If you want to li- keep listening. Dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. We do have another caller that would like to make a comment. Um, caller six six two eight one two. You are live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hey, how's it going, y'all? It's Hammer. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on, Hammer? Bringing it in. Hey, what's early up, in. Hammer. What's hey, y'all. Kevin. Hey, y'all. I just got in here uh, about thirty minutes, man. Listening to. It. I, I want to say that uh, this this interracial dating thing has been a kind of a taboo situation or a conversation for years. My thing personally, I I think uh, you should love who loves you back. But in the event that you choose to love somebody outside your race, love that person for that person, not uh, for an excuse. You know, you'll see a lot of uh, black guys with white girls, well, I dated her, I'm dating her because my black woman is because. No, you're dating because you want to. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, love has no color. But That's right. we have too many people, of course, like you said, uh, television, of course, uh, changes our aspect and tries to teach younger generations of what beauty should be. But like you uh, uh, said earlier, it's all about your self-esteem once you learn to love yourself nobody can tell you who you are who you aren't that's true once you learn to break your own heart that's nothing anybody else can do to hurt you you see that's why it's called self-esteem you got to learn to love yourself first and know who you are before you can try to get love to somebody else Mm, hell i'm preaching on sunday Mm. Preach yeah, on, brother. Hey, hey, before the time Bro. runs out, um, I want to give a shout-out to Grown Game for posting up a little bit early. I don't know if everybody's seen that. But there's a DVD documentary that he want everybody to go check out. It's called Hidden Colors. And the website is Hidden Colors Film, colors with an S, film.com. Um, y'all make sure y'all go check out that documentary right there. And uh, shout-out to our man Grown Game because he always putting us up on game. Most definitely. Um, for everybody, well, like everybody I said, was- for everybody that's listening on the phone line, we're going to go a little bit over. Everybody that's on the web, I know uh, our man Jay wants us to extend the show, but, hey, man, we're sorry about that. Make sure you tune in next week. Hopefully we can get it going like this and get it going a little bit early so everybody can get sure. what they need to stay out of the way. But uh, right now what we're going to do, uh, we got our man Nick Eaton with uh, Talk of the Town. Hammer, uh, keep stay on the line. Everybody that's on the line, stay on the line. Keep listening. All right. Uh, we got this talk of the town with our man Nick Eaton. You ready there, player? We don't got them for two minutes. Yes, yeah. sir. Always Here ready. Talk of the town with our man Nick Eaton. Here you go. What's up, world? This is your man Nick Eaton, and I'm here with the talk of the town. 
Scottie Pippen claims LeBron James may be greater than Michael Jordan. You must be out of your goddamn mind! When Hall of Fame legend Scottie Pippen made the bold evaluation last week that current Miami Heat star and two-time league MVP LeBron James had an opportunity to make a run at Michael Jordan's title for the greatest player of all time, the backlash was so swift and powerful from the masses, it made Pippen retreat back to Majorityville. He is quoted as saying, Michael Jordan is probably the greatest scorer to play the game. But I may go as far as to say that LeBron James may be the greatest player to ever play the game because he is so potent offensively that not only can he score at will, but he keeps everyone involved. Bishop Eddie Long. Look, I'm gay. Well, how gay are you? Very, very gay. You must have dialed a very gay escort service. Holy Lawsuits brought by four young men who accuse a U.S. megachurch pastor of sexual misconduct have been resolved. Both sides have declined to discuss the terms of the deal, other than to say that civil suits would not go forward against Bishop Eddie Long, pastor of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. The four young men had alleged Long coerced them into sexual relations with gifts including cars, cash, and travel when they were 17. It was reportedly a joyous celebration at the Long House as the troubled pastor was seen dancing with friends. This is your man, Nick Eden, and this is the talk of the town. <laughs> you going to hell. Nick, you're so wrong on so many levels, man. You're going to hell. You're not wrong. So many levels, man. You going to hell. I'm glad the boys about. got their money. I'm glad that they got their money. Wow. No. <laughs> hey, but uh, thank Thanks to everybody that tuned in this Sunday to uh, another episode of the Middleman Talk Show. We are on every Thursday at 8 p.m. That's Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Make sure you guys tune in with us on Thursday. That's Nick Eaton's show, Talk of the Town. And on Sunday, it's the Middleman Talk Show. Hey, we're here every weekend. Y'all do that. Come on back with us. Go ahead, Al. You got it. You got the flow, baby. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Show and taking an hour and a half out of your day today. Our great show, and if you listen to the show, title today is My sister be laughing at you. We discussed a lot of things today, as far as why some women are bleaching their skin, wearing blonde wigs, having coarse hair, and also the reasons why you know some black women are scared to go back to look natural. Also, why do some black women openly treat themselves with, with self hate? And this is a form of entertainment for other races. Also, we discussed the light skin versus dark skin aspect of it, and how does it affect our children. And also we discussed uh, why do black women think to change their image while other races are emulated. And uh, we didn't get to touch on this last question that we have today, but we'll definitely bring this up next time. And no, that question is... we can do it now. We're going overtime. Well, we, we can go ahead and do it. We can go ahead and do it we right now. We do got it. a lot of people we can on go the phone line. You still can press that number one if you want to comment. We still here. We got a couple more yeah, minutes. We. we can do this. Let's get it, y'all. And if you okay. have to work, come right, in yeah, and listen to us. Come and talk. Give us a call. Yeah. Right. Make sure you go back and download this thing. show too now. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, go into that last question right there, and we're going to continue on from right there. And then uh, once we get past that point, then we'll go ahead and shut it down. But to everybody that's listening on their cell phone, house phone, whatever phone you're listening to us on, we still here. Now, the last question is, if women of other races are resembling black women, could this be the reason why black men choose to date outside their race? Mm. I don't think it's the reason. I think that. You sure? It, 
No, Man, I don't look think at it's the Kim, reason why black Look at Kim men. Kardashian now. She's showing up. Yep. And uh, what's that other girl? Body, that, uh, she got the body. Yep. And what? The girl, uh, Kanye at, West uh, dating. Um, Ice-T's wife. What's the girl? Yeah. What's the girl? Uh, Kanye West dating Amber Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Bitch, that the was dating. Do, are, are, do, do, have they gotten plastic surgeries to make themselves more attractive to black men? Yeah. But is that the sole reason why black men um, date outside their race? No. I think some black men date outside their race because some of them just really love that person and they so happen to be another race. That's some black men. Now, some black men date outside their race because they're weak. Because they see the other race is better, and that's weak, and and that's why they choose to go to another race because they view white is right and white is better. We're gonna bring Hammer back in for that one right there. Hammer, you back live on the show? Go ahead and make that opinion right there. I know you got one. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's real interesting question. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of white women do uh do some things to. Limit the traits of black women to attract black men. I, I believe that sometimes some of them just have it naturally. But like I say, a man, if we we're sexually excited by sight, so it doesn't matter really what color the or race the woman is. If she has uh, traits that we like, we just like them. But like Jim was just saying, some of them do. I believe they uh, because they are uh, uh, intimidated or or scared. Of strong black women, you you see what I'm saying? They they see uh, white women as pushovers, you know, where it, it's a no, you know, it's a stereotype. Hammer, hammer, hammer. I, I normally agree with you, okay. but I disagree with you right now. We ain't intimidated by no quote unquote strong black Some woman. Some black men are. Some said, black men are. Girl. I agree with what he said. Some black girl. men are weak. And are intimidated yeah. by a black woman, and mm. it can't be, it can't handle and it. Everybody, let him so finish we his keep comment. Every now. Now, we <laughs> keep in both genders. Like that's that's everybody. You know, you know, my problem is, my problem is, is that we as a people, it's not just black men, it's not just black women, it's both. We take the time to try to amplify the faults in the next gender to say, oh well, it's. Some black women, they just, these black women, they ain't no good. Or these black men, they ain't no good. And it's like that everywhere. But you try to amplify it by each other. It goes back to the whole thing about self-hate. Put the bullshit out. It's too, uh, it's bad people in every race. It's weak people it in is. every race. But, but if everybody would be concerned about, let me get my family, let me get myself together first, and then let me go out there and try to find somebody. Because that's the only way it's going to work. That's Quit right. being concerned about the masses because you can't date everybody. Let's keep it 100. Be real. It is, it is black men out there, and there are black men out there who believe that, you know, uh, they rather have a white woman or a woman of a different race because they they just don't like black women because they no, have no, no. It, it is. No, Be no, real. No. I know no, men no. like that. It is. I, I understand. Oh, see, it goes back to a show we had a while ago, and we said guys want the whole exotic feel. They want to be able to touch every nation in this world. They, they, they can't handle a black woman. A lot of, there we, are a lot of maybe, black, weak, soft black men. Do you ever think that maybe some of y'all aren't as great as you think? Maybe did, maybe did you realize that maybe it's just as many screwed up black women as it is black men? It is. It is. Y'all but I'm just saying just like it we is are. some weak black men Realize it. Quit trying to find the perfect person. Find somebody that's just as jacked up as you are, and you'll be okay. 
No, I'm saying Ooh. let's be real, and it is some strong black men, and it is some weak, soft black men out there with weak sauce running through their veins. Weak sauce. Wow. Mm, wow. Okay, That's some sorry ass, weak ass black women rolling around. It's the it same sure thing. Is. What I'm trying to get you to say is, the people that continue to be concerned with the masses are the ones who end up alone for the rest of their life. Be concerned with making yourself a better person and then finding someone who loves you for you. Stop trying to coerce the masses. You can only do it one person at a time.
the middle men shouted, Big Creek shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute, shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world, you destined to earn some. Linda, yeah, comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand, stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man, cause he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m. Blog Talk, radio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, Blog Talk, radio.com, the middle me. Uh, y'all can go ahead and hang up now. <laughs> yeah, we out, man. I'm ready to walk out the studio. Hey, tell a friend. Hey, friend, did you cook up. out? Because I think I I need like I need a plate. Like I need. Actually, I did. So. Hey, I'm I, looking I'm, out I'm for uh for the fourth. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'll make sure y'all come over. What I'm supposed to do? Oh, yeah. Not eat no cook out until the fourth. Goodness no, no. Nah, nah. I said I'm doing it tomorrow. And then oh, okay. um, yeah, I'm gonna even get some ribs. <laughs> man, hey, 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 boy, I got them slams. Hey, are you gonna pick out, pick up a box of turkey burgers and like veggie burgers for me? Good man, going on, going on with the turkey burgers. Oh my gosh, you're killing me with that. Hell no. Man. How about this? How about Straight this? Straight beef and pork over here, boy. I'm gonna get a box. Right. I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna scribble out hamburger on it and I put turkey, and then you'll never know the difference. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Hey. It's going down. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, maybe we can get some turkey burgers and some beans, and maybe you can come over and meet Nana. Like, no. You better pick up a box of turkey burgers, I'm coming down on the 4th, and veggie burgers or turkey burgers, and have them ready for me. She sound like she eats tofu with wine and cheese crackers. Shout out to Jamaica. Come on over, because we're going to pop open the bottle in a few minutes. Celebrate Memorial Day. Jen tearing up some ribs right now. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> hey, all I got to say about that right there is Duh, winning. And we out. <laughs> Only.